All right, let's jump in. We're going to be in Daniel today. We're going to be in Daniel chapter one, verse eight, uh, verse eight through 20. Crystal likes that book. She's shaking her head. The minute I said, we're going to be in Daniel today. Said, oh, yeah. Okay, Daniel, Daniel one, verse eight through 20. Daniel one, verse eight through 20. Uh, and, and, uh, and, I, and I'll read it. So it's a little bit of reading today, but that's okay. We in church. Um, so we, we might as well read the Bible. Verse, uh, verse eight says, but Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine. And he asked the chief official for permission to not defile himself this way. So they're in captivity and we're going to talk about this. So they're in captivity and they say, we're going to pick some of the finest men of Israel and, and they're going to be, you know, uh, kind of sectioned off to serve for the king. And so they say, we want to, we're going to put them to the side and we're going to give them, you know, what the king eats. They're going to get the royal food, the royal wine. And Daniel says, I do not want to eat that stuff because it was against their dietary stuff. And also the fact that it, there was thoughts that some of it was offered to pagan gods. There was a lot of different reasons why he didn't want to. He says, not eating it. I'm not going to defile myself in that way. So verse nine, now God had caused, watch this, the official to show favor and compassion to Daniel. So here's Daniel in captivity, but still the captors have favor. He has favor with the captors. Okay. Only God can do that. I'm not, that's not even what I'm preaching about today, but maybe uh, mark that down. I uh, see or crystal. And I'm going to, maybe I'll preach about that uh, uh, in two weeks. But the official told Daniel, I'm not afraid of the Lord, uh, the king, who has assigned your food and drink. So he's like, I'm not afraid of Nebuchadnezzar. I'm not afraid of, 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 uh, of I'm sorry, the king of what he might do. He says, but uh, uh, why should he see you looking worse than the other men your age? Then the king would have my head because of you. Say, so I'm not afraid of him. It's just that why should I like, like not feed you this food? And then they look more fit and they look better than you guys. And then the king's like, well, why didn't you feed this them? And he says, it's going to come down on me. So then verse 11, then Daniel said uh, to the guard whom the uh, chief official had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, he says, please test your servants for 10 days. Give us nothing to eat but vegetables and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with the young men who eat the royal food and treat your servants in accordance with what you see. So he's like, listen, why don't we just do this for 10 days? <laughs> give us what we want to give us the vegetables. Uh, uh, and give us water and then compare how we look to everybody else. And if we're bad, then treat us with in accordance to whatever you see, like whatever it is, whatever the outcome is, is what the outcome is, but we're not, we're not going to eat this. Let's just test it. So then a man agreed to do this test for 10 days. Verse 15, at the end of the 10 days, they looked healthier and better nourished than any of the men who ate the Royal food. So the guard quickly took, um, uh, took away their choice of food and wine and they uh, were to drink uh, and, and what they were to drink and gave them vegetables instead. So, he sees the results. He's like, okay, cool. We're not even going to worry about that. Y'all do what y'all got to do. Uh, you're only going to eat, you know, going to eat the vegetables. Verse 17, uh, to the four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning. And Daniel could understand, uh, and Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kind. At the end of the time set by the king to bring them to his service, the chief official presented them to Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked uh, with them and he found none equal to Daniel Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah. So he entered the king's service. Verse 20, in a matter of wisdom and understanding about all the king's questions, he found them 10 times better than all the magicians, enchanters, his whole kingdom. And so, and so here's the thing that we're not going to eat that food. Uh, we'll just eat the vegetables and water. It's like, no, you can't do that. We'll just test it. Let's see what happens. They end up being better. And then it says, and God gave them wisdom. And then when they sit before the king, it was, they were 10 times better than anybody, even in his own kingdom, right? And so, and, and the, those other three uh, who we're naming here, um, they're better known as Shadmach, Meshach, Meshach, and Abednego. They, 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 uh, the king changed their names. And so they didn't mention, that's not up to this point just yet, but just in case you were confused about who those three were, that's those three. So today we're taking this story and we want to talk about how, how, how to stand out like Daniel, okay? 
how to how to stand out the way Daniel stood out here because here he is uh, in this situation and he's like I'm not going to eat that food I'm only going to eat what I'm what I'm supposed to eat and then he says he pleaded with them like listen I, I don't want to put your job on the line because he could have just said I'm not going to do it right and then like the guy said well, why would the, why would I listen to you and then and then I get in trouble but Daniel said it's okay let's just test it okay I'm not going to put you out there let's test it and see what happens and Daniel and the and, and the other and the other three came out better so we're talking about standing out like Daniel today and here's point number one about standing out like Daniel and this may be the hardest one for us to get this may be the hardest one for us to internalize it may be the hardest one for us to practice but it is the first one we have to discuss coming out the gate and it's that standing out has nothing to do with my condition or my situation listen standing out the way daniel stood out has absolutely nothing to do with his condition had nothing to do with the situation and has nothing to do with your condition and has nothing to do with your situation whatever you find yourself in look these were not great times for daniel these were not times where you would assume assume that he would be excelling at anything in life because he was in captivity they were just taken captive watch this and on top of being in captivity they were being pulled aside so that they could serve at the pleasure of the king who was holding them captive. So not only are we captive, but then I've been pulled aside and I'm going to be made to serve under the same person who was holding me captive. This was not an ideal time. And so many times I'm telling you, we sit here and we think that everything's got to be perfect. And everything's got to be right. And it's so easy for Crystal to live. Oh, so easy for Brenda to do this and Tracy to do that because everything's going right. In their life. No, it, you do not need everything going right in your life. You do not need every single thing the way you want it because your ability to stand out and the standards and values on which you stand on has nothing to do with your current situation that you find yourself in. Look, and, and, and you read earlier in that chapter, y'all should all read that, read Daniel. Now this chapter went, but in verse three through five, watch it. I see you, Ma. Says the king ordered the chief of his courts to bring into the king's service some Israelites from the royal family, uh, from the royal family and of nobility. So it wasn't like they were just bringing people in the streets. No, people are from the royal family, people of nobility. So here they are, at one point royal family and nobility, but then now made to serve and in captivity. This was not a good situation. It says young men without any physical defect. Handsome, showing aptitude for every kind of learning, well-informed, quick to understand, and qualified to serve in the king's palace. These were young men who were smart, young men who were fit. It says young men who were handsome, young men with no physical defect. And now you're being made to serve the king and you're in captivity. But still, he did not use that as an excuse to fall back. He still stood up and he still stood out in a situation that was less than ideal. They said they wanted to teach them what? The language of the ba- and Babylonian literature. They said they wanted to assign them the daily amount of, king, of, the, um, of, the, of the king's food and said that they were going to be training for three years. And so you're looking at a situation where you're going to be training and eating this stuff and do it for three years only to serve the captor, captain, the one who's got you captive. So now not only are you captive, but you're being made to do things and you're going to be in your training for three years only to be serving the one who has you captive. Listen, but even in the midst of being in captivity, even being made in, in the midst of, of, of having to serve the one who's holding them captive uh, in bondage, Daniel still chose to what? Chose out, chose to stand out. He still says, I, I see you, Ma. He says, we're not eating that. <laughs> we're not doing it. We are, we're not eating that. And watch this. And, you, and so today, Diamond, 
Eugene O'Brien, you may not be experiencing the life that you think you should be experiencing or what you want to experience, or you might be still in that middle ground before between what you feel like God has promised you, Carla, and you know what it is, and you feel like you're headed that way, but you also know you're not there yet. And so you may be in that in-between space, right? And 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 and, and you think that, well, the good is going to come once I get there, or 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 I'll be able to stand out and, and, and there'll be notice once I get there. No, you can stand out right now. I see you, Carla, in the middle of where you are that, that listen i'm not where i started but i know i have a promise and i'm not and i know i'm not where i'm supposed to be i see you brian but i am headed that way i am getting this i am going to get there but even though i'm not there yet i can still stand up i can still stand tall i can still stand out i can still stand on my morals i can stand on my principles i can stand on my values watch this tracy you may have struggles you may have some issues you're dealing with you may still have some sins that you're trying to you're trying to break yourself free from but that does not mean that you have to compromise your values that doesn't mean you have to compromise your standards that doesn't mean that you will just walk away and accept anything that you will not just walk and ex- I just accept whatever comes my way because oh we, I'm in a struggle right now. So whatever comes my way, I'm just going to have to just accept it because I no, you do not. Daniel was in captivity and being trained to serve the one who was holding him in bondage. And he still decided to stand up and he still decided to stand up. Watch this. This is the st- we say to ourselves, this is the standard by which I live and I will not compromise it even in my season of captivity. There it is. Six o'clock service ain't even, we we almost didn't get past this. It was going to be a short sermon this morning. I couldn't get past it. Watch this, that, that there's a standard of the value by which I'm living and it will not be compromised even in my season of captivity. Come on. Even in captivity, you can stand out. Watch this scripture. What? Watch this. Watch this. Uh, 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 Jer- let's go to Jeremiah 17, 6. I got you. Watch this, y'all. Watch this. And and sometimes that captivity right now, physically, none of us are in captivity, but sometimes that captivity is your is your mind. Sometimes that captivity is your emotions. Sometimes that captivity is guilt. Sometimes that captivity is a sin that you're struggling with. So, so many things can hold us captive. But just because I'm in captivity in this part, just because I'm just because I'm holding on to this and this thing seems to have me, doesn't mean I can't stand out. I got you, Lori. I'm gonna keep talking. I got at least two more pages of notes. I can't stop now. Watch this. Watch this. Jeremiah 17, 6 through 8. We talk, we're talking about standing out in captivity. Oh, my goodness. Well, here we go. Jeremiah 17, 6. This is what the Lord says. This is, this is, this is God speaking to Israel through the prophet. Watch this. He says, and but, but even though he's speaking directly to them about the days time that they were in, there are principles where it comes to trusting in the Lord in this and trusting in man. So watch this. That's, that's, that's the principle we're looking for. Watch this. And this is what we're talking about. Because even in captivity, even when I'm dealing and struggling with stuff, my trust is in the Lord. And watch this. The Lord says, curse is the one who trusts in man, who draw his, in man, who draws his strength from mere flesh and whose heart turns away from the Lord, whose trust is in man, who draws strength from mere flesh and whose heart turns away from the Lord. All right. This so is curse is the one who what? There's a reason I'm repeating. Who trusts in man who draws from strength from mere flesh and who heart turns away from the Lord. So when we're going through these things and, and walking through life is asking myself, who am I trusting in this? Am I trusting a person? Am I trusting strength from my own flesh? Where's my heart towards? Is it towards the Lord? Verse six says that person will be like a brush in the wasteland. They will not watch this. This is my, one of my favorite verses. This one part of this verse, they will not see prosperity when it comes. 
Imagine, come on, imagine being in such a mindset where your trust and your heart, your tr- you're not trusting in the Lord, you're trusting your own flesh and your heart is turned away from the Lord. The scripture says, the, the Lord said to them that they will not see prosperity even when it comes. That God could be sending blessings your way, that God could be sending an answered prayer your way, but because your because your mindset and your trust is not in the Lord and it's in flesh and it's in people, that even when He sends a blessing or sends prosperity, you will not see it. Imagine God sending a blessing and we don't even recognize it. I see you, Bob. We don't even recognize the blessing, even though it's right in front of our face, because our trust is somewhere else. And we pray, how come God hasn't done this yet? How come God, and he's already, he been done it. But because, but, but because your trust is not in him, it says you, it says they will not see prosperity when it comes. Whoa, you, you saying God ain't blessing you and God's like, you've been blessed. You just don't see it. All right. I see you, Tracy. Yeah, that one took the, the 930 service out. Watch this. Watch this. You will not see prosperity when it comes. Verse seven, they will dwell in parched places of the desert in a salt land where no one lives. Whoa, I see you might have happened to me too. What? They will not, so they will be like a brush in the wasteland. They won't even see prosperity when it comes. Not that it won't come to you, just won't even see it. Watch this. They will, some, look, some, some of us need, some of us need to write that down right now. I'm blessed and I don't even know it. I've already, some of us need to need to need to change the way. Put that down on your little notepads. I, we wake up in the morning. That's one of your declarations. I am today. I am already blessed, and I and I will see it. I am blessed, and I will see it today. That's what that's what you need to write. I am blessed, and I will see it today. All right. Watch this. It says they will be like a brush in the wasteland. I see you, Brian. They will not see prosperity when it comes. This is they will dwell in the parched places of the of the desert. Watch this in a salt land where no one lives. The one who trusts in man in their flesh and turns their heart away from God and will dwell in a salt land where no one lives. Verse eight, verse seven. I'm sorry. When I watch this, it says, but this is the Lord speaking, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. Watch this. Whose confidence is in him, not in themselves, not in other. Don't have no confidence in me. You better have confidence in the Lord. Don't, don't, don't trust in me, Brian, Jason, Tyrell, you better trust in the Lord. Watch this. Don't even trust in yourself, Denise. You better trust. He says, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Verse eight says, they will be like a tree that is planted by the water that sends out its roots to the stream. Who, watch this, who sends out its roots to connect to a place where there's life. Sends out its roots to a place where I can be connected to growth to a food source, to nurturing. Watch this. Here's the part you got to understand. We're talking about standing out in captivity, right? Like Daniel, standing out in captivity. Watch the next part. It says, it does not fear when heat comes. Watch. Remember the same way where it says they don't see when prosperity comes. Prosperity came. They just didn't see it for those who trust in man. But watch this. Heat's coming. We just don't fear it. So the ones who trust in man, prosperity comes. They don't see it, so they don't get the benefits. Those who trust in the Lord, heat comes, but we don't fear it. Whoa, that's right. Well, oh, we're scared about this. Oh, I'm scared about that. What's going to happen? The heat's going to come. It, watch this. 
It is not that those who trust in the Lord will never experience a season of heat. No, that's not what the scripture says. It says they will not fear, Carla, when heat comes. Watch this. It will not be afraid when heat comes. Watch this. It says its leaves are always green. No, no, no. I ain't not turning brown because it's hot. Not turning brown because it's because of the heat. No, no, no. It says because what? Because its roots, it sends out. Because it doesn't say that the roots just grow or just natural. It says that what? That it that the tree planted by the water does what? Sends out its roots to the streams. This look, this is why you get up in the morning and you pray. This is why you jump into a Bible study, or this is why you jump into Zoom service. This is why we serve on Sundays. This is why we connect the family. And we talked about this last time. We got we got impact. We got in trouble with God. The last time we said we're gonna have to dedicate ourselves more to prayer, right, and more to fellowship. And this is why we fellowship. Why we get together because it's sending our roots out. That is being active. That is that is me being a tree planted by the water, trusting the Lord, doing what, sending my roots out to the stream. Right. Sending my roots out to the stream. So then what happens? So then when the heat comes, Brian, I do not feel it. I do not fear it. Why don't I fear it? My leaves are always green. Always green. Uh, uh, Brenda walking around, uh, uh, Jason walking around, everybody wanted like nothing ever must go wrong in your life. No, no, no. They feel the heat. Diamond feels the heat. Rick Gordon, Karen, Sister Karen feels the heat. The problem is you see them green leaves and you think they never go through nothing. They go through stuff, but they're just like trees planted by the water. Their roots are sent out. And so you think the heat's not there because their leaves are green. No, no, the heat's there. But they sent out their roots to the stream, and so their leaves are still green. That's right, Eugenia. We feel the heat. Watch this. It says, it says the leaves are always green. Here's my other part. It has no worries in a year of drought. <laughs> not that it won't experience a year of drought. It's just not worried in the year of drought. Watch this. And whether it's heat and the year of drought, the end says, and it, and it never fails to bear fruit. Whoa, Carla, that's it. That's it. Tracy. Look, it doesn't fear when he comes. Leaves are always green. Not worried in the year of drought. Experience it. Because listen, isn't it funny how then it, when, when they're comparing the one who trusts in man says prosperity will come, but you won't see it. But saying the one who trusts in the Lord says heat will come, but you'll be, your leaves will be green. Drought will come, but you will never fail. I see you, Diamond, will never fail to bear fruit. There's a drought, but I'm fruitful. This is what I'm saying. Your ability to stand out has nothing to do with your current situation. Daniel was in a captivity and being forced to train to serve the person who was keeping him captive. And he still stood out. No worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Oh, everything must be going right in Sierra's life because Sierra such and such and that. No, 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 no. There's years of drought, but she's just bearing fruit. So you see the fruit and you think there's no drought. There it is. So, so, so you see the fruit and you think she's not going through nothing. You see the fruit and you think there's no struggle. You see the green leaves and you think there's no heat. No, no, no. There's heat and there's struggle. But what? Never failing to bear fruit. Why? Like a tree planted by the water. Because she, you get up and you keep sending those, re, those roots by the stream. That's right. Come on, Brian. Brian, Brian going to preach one day. Brian, you're going to preach one day. Cultivating season. And that's going to that's gonna be, be your sermon. No, whatever you want to do. I don't care what you preach about. But you're going to preach one day. Um, but I'm not going to pressure you except calling you out now on the call. 
other than that, I'm not gonna pressure you. Um, all right, here we go. So that was point number one, right? 9:30 church last night. We couldn't even get past point number one. We stopped. We and had to, and then six o'clock had to get the rest. Watch this. Here we go. Point number two. Watch number two. I see you, Sierra. Y'all putting in pictures and stuff. Watch this. Point number two. And this is this this and this this is what we need to see. You better have someone who will lift you up to a standard. That's point number two. You better surround yourself with people who will lift you up to a standard. I see you, Diamond. Watch this. Daniel didn't just say, I'm not eating this food. He said, me and them, we're not doing this. <laughs> Daniel brought them into it. They didn't say nothing. But Daniel was like, nope, I'm not eating it. They're not eating it. None of us are. You better have somebody in your life who's going to hold you up to a standard. Now, why did Daniel include them? He had to see something special in them, too. And Daniel said, Daniel said, I'm not eating that stuff and they not eating it. And as a, and then he says, and as a matter of fact, let's go ahead and start this now. And in 10 days, uh, we're going to bargain with you. In 10 days, if we're not better than everybody else, then do with us as you please. What do you mean do with us as you please? Why are you bringing me into this with your decisions and your consequences? Like, but, but what? But they stuck with Daniel. You better make sure there's people around you who will hold you up to a standard. Watch this. Even if you, even if it's not your idea, even if at first you may not want, there's no indication whether they want to go with it or not. They didn't say anything. It seemed at least from the scriptures, the scriptures didn't say they said anything, but, but it wasn't their idea. Daniel was the one talking. Daniel could have said, I'm not eating that test me and see if I, no, no. Daniel said me and my guys, we're not doing this. We're not, we're not doing it. They, they, they not only did they have Daniel in their life and he held them up to a standard. Daniel was a friend who would hold his friends up to a standard. Like that's not, that's not what Rick, that's not what you should be. That's not living up to what, to, to who you are, bro. <laughs> you, look, Pastor Rick, you gotta, what's going on with that? Like, that's not, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. We got to do better than that. Crystal got that. Crystal could go to Brian. What's, I don't know, man. We, we gotta. We, what we doing here? We gotta come up from that. Watch this. Watch this. He knew there was something special in there. The problem is, I'm not, and, it's, and it's not always other people. Watch this. The question is, do you have people in your life that recognize the special thing in you? Because if they recognize it and see it, they might hold you up to that standard. Do you have people in your life that recognize that thing inside of you? And here's the thing. And not everybody will. I'm not even mad if people don't like it's not even a, it's not a you thing. It's not a them thing. I had to learn that it's not even a thing. But but you better make sure that that somebody around you sees that inside of you. You better make sure because not everybody's going to see it. And again, we can get into a blame where they don't see and they it's not who cares what they see or don't see. Some people just don't see it. It's fine. They don't see it. Ain't nothing wrong with them. They don't. That's right, Crystal. You don't see it. That's fine. But you better make sure somebody around you sees it. You better make sure you put somebody, Carla better make sure there's somebody around Carla that, watch this, Carla better make sure that there's somebody around Carla who sees more in Carla than Carla even sees in herself. That's what I'm talking about. Tyrell better make sure that there's somebody in his life who sees him as greater than he even sees himself. Manny better have some friends who look at him and say, Manny, I think you're even if I think you're this, even if he don't see it in himself and will then call him out. I see you, Tracy. And, and, be, and because I see that in you, 
you're not eating this either. And neither am I. We ain't eating this. <laughs> not doing it. You better check it. You better check your friends. Watch this. But this, watch this. This is not to flatter you or to tell you that you're great. It's not, it's not to pat me on the back. Oh, Pastor Rick, you're doing such a great job. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. No, not to flatter you. Although compliments are fine. No, no, but it's not. But, I mean, I like a good compliment. But no, it's not to flatter you. And it's not to tell you how great you are. Watch this. But it's to tell you and tell the one watching, the guard, he's not eating that. No, no, no. Diamond has a standard. That's not happening. Because sometimes we may not say it ourselves. But in a moment where Tracy may not say it herself, if Tracy has someone around her like Daniel says, no, 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 Tracy's not, Tracy's not doing that. No, no, no. She's different. She's different. Watch this. Second Corinthians 614. Y'all already know. It says, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. How can righteousness be partnered with uh, wickedness? How can light live with darkness? Uh, and, and, and by the way, we love certain scriptures for certain things. This is not, like, when, even when this was written, it wasn't about marriage, but we use it for marriage and for dating. But it's not, it wasn't even written for that way. It's not just for marriage. Who, it's a, this is not, and it's not even really about being around certain people. It's not about like, oh, well, I don't hang with them or talk to them because of the way that they are. This is, a, when they talk about yoke, you got to remember the, the days and times as far as agriculture and stuff, they would be like animals that would plow and stuff like that. They would use a yoke to tie, to harness the animals together. So they would work two at one time to, to plow the field. And so we say yoke, they're literally talking about who, like who, something, who you're tied to or connected to or binding and binding in a way, right? In a binding way that kind of binds you together. And so imagine two bulls or cows or whatever, ox, imagine two oxen, right? And they've got this like clamp on their necks. That's the yoke. And so they can work and move together. And so whether it's certain, whether it's tight, close-knit friendships, and it does apply to marriages, but we're not talking about that. But uh, fresh, um, uh, certain people you're going into business with, watch some certain people you're in ministry with, be ye not unequally yoked, you know, because you're tied and bonded, and you have to watch who, who you are. Now watch this. We know this one too. First Corinthians fifteen thirty three says, "Be not deceived. Evil communications does what? Corrupt good manners." A lot of us with these two scriptures, be, don't, uh, be, you're not une, uh, be ye uh, 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 not unequally yoked, and also uh, be not deceived, you communication corrupt good manners. A lot of us have heard these scriptures before. If you hadn't heard them before, you heard them now. A lot of us has heard this before. Watch this. Uh, uh, and, 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 and so when, when we have these standards and we've heard these before, watch this. If there are still people around that we're, that we're yoked to or evil communications that are corrupting our good manners, it's not even the people who you're yoked with or who's corrupting the good manners. It's not even their fault because you know, because you know. See, we'll go, it says, don't be yoked. It says, I see you see here. It says, it says, uh, uh, don't be uh, equally, don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers, right? And then, and then we see a relationship dynamic where we're unequally yoked and we want to point the finger at them and act like, well, you, suddenly, like, well, you're the one who got yoked up with that. And we knew the scripture. Evil communications, corrupt good manners. I know that scripture. I can't. And so if, I, if I'm around some evil communications and it's corrupting good manners, it ain't on them. It's on me. I know the scripture. Okay. I see y'all. Y'all want to move on? Mm-hmm. I know. Six o'clock church got dead at that point too. They ain't want to say nothing. <laughs> it's on me. That's on me. 
I was talking to you about that earlier this week. That's and, and, and I mean that that's not just on me. That particular part is for me. There's some unyoking that I got to do. All right, watch this. Point number three. All right, we got this. Right. All right, we're almost done. Better have someone around you who's going to lift up a standard. And and by the way, you better be one who's also going to lift up the standard. Um, and and standing out like Daniel in captivity has nothing to do with my condition. All right, now watch this. Point number three. Point number three. Uh, don't get caught up. I see you, Tracy. Thank you. Don't get caught up in what everybody else is doing. That's so simple, but that's point number three. Do not get caught up in what everybody else is doing. Write this down. It is impossible for me to stand out if I'm always trying to fit in. It is, it is impossible for me to, to, to stand out if I'm always trying to fit in. Watch this. Daniel 1, uh, Daniel 1, we're still in Daniel 12, says what? Please test your servants for 10 days. He says, give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. He says, then compare our appearance with that of the other young men who ate the royal food and treat your servants in accordance to those. This means that, that Daniel and the, that, that there were others who ate the food and, and drunk the wine and did not stand out. That there were others who just went right along with it. Daniel didn't. Right? Says, no, we're not going to do it. They can Now, again, these were the ones from uh, Israel who were captive in Babylon. So they all had the same standards or should have been abiding by the same standards. Daniel was the one who said, uh-uh, we're not doing it. But compare me to the ones who do. So there were those who probably shouldn't have either, but they still did. Now, imagine if there was pressure, you know what, let me just go ahead and just do what they're doing because everybody else is doing it and everybody else seems to be doing this. Everybody, That's right. That's right, Brian. Social media gets to do it too. You're right, Carla. We got. We cannot become complacent. Look, we got to. We get caught up in wanting to dress like everybody else. We get caught up wanting to do this trend or wanting to do that or wanting to do And it's like, no, 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 no. You're watching, you're watching what everybody else is doing and that's making it impossible for you to stand out. I'm not concerned. I am, well, I am not concerned about them. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna live to the standard that I gotta live to. What's that guy? Um, that uh, 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 that singer Neo, R&B singer Neo. He got a he got a line in one of his songs. He says, "Baby, I'm a boss. I don't know what they do. I'm over here running my stuff. I'm a boss. I have no clue what they doing over there. They ain't what I. They. I'm not involved in that. I'm a boss. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the rest of them are doing because I'm here concerned about this. I'm living up to what my standard. All right. So so as we get ready to close. We got a, a couple things we got to ask ourselves. Um, uh, 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 let me see. Here, here we go. Am I, am I willing to live in a way that shows my trust is in the Lord? Because that means we go, there's the, what the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. If I'm going to trust in the Lord, then there's going to be some, there's going to be situations where, I, where I'm not, I can't lean on my own understanding and knowledge. So when we self-check, these are some things we self-check in. Am I, am I willing to live in a way that shows that I'm trusting in the Lord? Watch this. Do I have a standard or do I have values that I will not compromise? Because we can say we do, but if I can't name them, then I really don't have them. And maybe that's in our, little, in our, in our journals or how if you do journals or, you, you know, you do electronic stuff or on Crystal's, you know, spreadsheet. She can, you know, uh, have her section for for values, standards, you know, non-negotiables. Like what what are some standards of values by which I live? And I'm just, I'm not going to compromise on these. Now, here's now here's where it gets tricky with those. Are these standards and values kingdom based or earthly based? 
Don't forget about our book, Radical, where we talked about, even with where he talks about, even in, in Christianity, there, we have this, we have this uh, American dream, Western civilization uh, mix of biblical principles that makes it more um, industrial and, and, and uh, American dream, you know, four bedrooms, uh, three and a half baths, two car garage, white picket fence, and then you're living right or, and the Lord loves you. But that wasn't the gospel. That's Western society, American dream mixed in the, in it. And so what are, are my standards and values kingdom based or are they earthly based? Don't forget Matthew 6, 33 says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. But don't forget the things that they were talking about before he went to this verse wasn't like fancy cars and stuff. It was just like, it was just like, you know, the birds don't worry about their food and clothes, like, like necessities. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and the necessities. So those, the things that we, they were just talking about, not like, you know, well, I'm praying for a new yacht. Well, you know, seek ye first the kingdom and then all these things like my new yacht and all, you know, it's going to be added, my jet. That's not, they weren't talking about those things. They just got to read it. Uh, let's see, Colossians 3. Colossians 3 says what? If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is seated on the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things of this earth. Do these standards and value reflect me setting my mind, that I have a mind that is set on things above? Because see, we want, watch this, we'll use Jesus for eternal salvation but we'll, but but then do we change our minds and hearts while we're here on this earth towards eternity? We want the eternal salvation, but want to remain earthly. There it is, Brian. We want to, we want to, we want, we, so save me eternally. So I know when I die, I'm good. But while I'm here, I still want to, you know, <laughs> I still want to focus on the things that I hear. And then the other thing is, watch this. I am associated, am I associated with people who have those similar standards and values. Do I have a, do I, do I have a Daniel in my life that when I'm seated at that table and I won't speak up that there was someone who spoke up and pulled me into it. I'm not eating it, they're not eating it either. And then also I should be one who pulls others up. Hey, I'm I'm not going to eat that and and Jason ain't eating it, Karen's not eating it, Rick's not eating it, neither is Carla. None of us are. And I don't care if Carla and Rick look around like, wait, what? We ain't said like, no, I know, but y'all not doing it either. All of us going to take this stand. Diamond's not doing it. Terrell, nope, not happening. Tyrell's not doing that. We good. We good. All right, let's pray.